Hi, I'm Sarah Shepard. And I'm Keith Hazendeem. And this is, is Dungeons, Dungeons and, and Documentation. Documentation. Hey everyone, this is Sarah and welcome to Dungeons and Documentation. Today I'm interviewing my co-host, Keith Hazendeem. Welcome to the show, Keith. Hi, thanks for having me, Sarah. Now, Keith, what are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk a little bit about my organization system that I use uh, in my work as a nurse. So this system is called Fishbones. Did I get that right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's not so much the name of the system as it is the name of the you know layout. So it looks like a fish's bones. Yeah, it looks like a fish's bones. Okay, um, and when are you using this? So this is a system I use in my work as a nurse for recording uh, medical labs um, for, for fast reference. Maybe you should tell us what's on these fish bones first. Uh, yeah, sure. So a uh, fish bones, um, there's two different fish bones layout. One's for electrolytes. So that gives you sodium, potassium, um, bicarb, and chloride, and then BUN and creatinine, which are measures of kidney function, um, and then uh, uh, blood glucose. Um, and then the second one is um, for... Uh, complete blood count or a CBC. And that tells you um, the patient's white blood cell count, uh, two measures of their red blood cell count, and then platelets. So those are all important um, measures. Okay. And just for the listeners, we will have fish bones up on the episode page. If you're having a hard time picturing it, we'll have one. Okay. And why are you recording these numbers over and over again is it something that you're supposed to know the doctor's like oh my gosh what's this potassium level sometimes yeah okay yeah so you know understanding what someone's electrolyte levels are and blood counts um, can tell you a lot about what's going on for that person are they dehydrated are they overhydrated are they bleeding are they um you know any number of things if their electrolytes are out of scale with each other then it can indicate different disease processes that are going on for that person. So, um, you know, although the labs that we draw have a lot more information, using these fish bones is sort of a fast reference to give us a lot of information very easily. Um, in my job, I record this on every single patient that I have over the course of the day, and I have it on my person. So um, if I need it for fast reference, if, you know, for just a casual conversation with a doctor or something, or with if there's an emergent situation for that patient, then I have that information available and that can be used to, to help understand what's going on for that person. So, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking this sort of information would probably be in a computer, right? Like up on the screen with the beep. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. Yeah. No, it's not on the beep, beep, beep thing. It is in the computer. It's in the the what we call the EHR, the electronic health record. Um, but you know, sometimes it's just it takes five minutes yeah, to pull it up. A distress, and you're like, "What's the password?" Right. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So this yeah. is a system that nurses use because it's fast. Because mm -hmm. it's information you're referencing consistently for for all these people with important information that's good to know. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's part of a report sheet that I use to organize my day. So on my report sheet, I have uh, fish, the fish bones with the labs, uh, and then I write down any other you know pertinent labs. And then um, I have a sort of a quick assessment of my patient. So I'm you know looking at each body system, neurological, cardiac, all that stuff. Uh, then I also have a little time layout for the day so I can track... Uh, what meds need to be given at what time, um, when, 
Uh, I do certain things through the course of the day. I can make notes on that piece of paper and then I can go back in and add it into the electronic health record later because sometimes it's just takes too much time to log in and and put in those notes. So yeah, the fish bones is sort of part of this organizational structure that I use to make sure that patients receive appropriate care and make sure that that appropriate care is documented for posterity. Okay, so if I'm understanding you correctly, fish bones is a supplemental method that you use to quickly access important information. Yeah. That's great. Okay, interesting. I can see why you would want to talk about this system because, I mean, I've never been an emergency nurse, but the pressure of having to know information in my D&D campaign is probably equal. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really, (laughs) you you make a role and you got to figure out how it's going to come out. It can really make you sweat there if you don't if you don't have it lined up just right. And how is this something you learned in school, or is this something that was like passed on with the nursing staff, and then you have to practice it? Like, is it taught? Is it standard? You know, actually, I had a teacher in school tell me specifically using this fishbone layout was a antiquated tool that oh. some old timey doctors used, but no one really used it anymore. And then, you know, as soon as I got into nursing practice. Um, in uh, you know critical care setting, as it turns out, everyone uses them. <laughs> it's a very standard tool. And if you were to go to a different ward of the hospital, are there different varieties of fish bones? Like I'm thinking, you go to the maternity ward, and there's a little baby fish bone, and the mommy fish bone, and uh, you're recording different things like contraction fish bone. Or is this like <laughs> it's a standard? We use this for electrolytes, and we use this for. Yeah. Yeah. Blood counts. Yeah. This is a pretty standard layout. So, you know, the basic metabolic panel, which is your electrolytes, and then the complete blood count are two very basic panels that are used for diagnostics. I don't know if you went to the maternity ward, if they would have some other kind of layout. um, I'm guessing they would have their own sheet, right? Like it sounds like you have these computer systems and then you have Yeah, absolutely. So like my report sheet that I use on a daily basis is very much catered to my specific area in the hospital. And yeah, if you were working in the, so I work in a critical care unit. If you worked in um, the emergency department or if you worked on, you know, uh, mom, baby or delivery, then you've got a very different set of information that you're most interested in. Um, And so you definitely have a different layout for your your sheet to organize that information that's great do you want to talk about dnd yeah let's talk about dnd i think that fishbone makes a lot of sense because uh you're talking about you have this system it's the computer system for the hospital and you're charting but then you have this extra one that all the nurses are saying hey you should probably use this too because Mm -hmm. it's just so much to keep track of and you need something really fast to keep track of this numbers that are changing throughout the day that sounds like a dungeon master being like cool i've got the player sheets i've got my monster stat block I just, I need something else to like quickly see. I'm thinking during combat, right? these numbers. And so you had an idea of how fish bones would be translated for a DM. Yeah. So I used to play with a dungeon master who would make all the roles for the entire game. So he um, basically took care of 100% of the mechanics. So and weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the players were, you know, they'd role play and they'd just say, they'd say what they were doing. They'd say, you know, what attacks they wanted to make. And then he would roll and, and resolve them. 
And um, he was pretty good at it. I mean, he was pretty efficient and I never really understood his system. But, you know, since then I've, I've sort of wondered, like, how did he organize all that information? Because um, he really did have it all down really well. Um, so, I mean, this, this system having um, this sort of like report sheet for your characters um, with this sort of like fast data layout um, in this, in this format, like, like fishbones seems like it'd be a really effective tool for if you want to make checks for your players, I'm not necessarily advocating that every DM out there run all the mechanics, make but all, no one else is rolling only me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But if you say have a NPC who's trying to charm a player, it might be more advantageous to the, storytelling aspect of the game for you to just be able to roll that check without having to clue your player into the fact that they're trying to cast a spell on them. I see. And so in this instance, you would have a fishbone for every one of your player characters. And then when the NPC wizard is casting charm person, you're making the the saves for the player characters. Yeah. And then as the DM, you're delivering, you think he's so charming Right. He's inviting you to dinner. It seems like a good idea. No one's concerned about the skulls. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Or I'm thinking like they're frightened, like a dragon's frightening presence. Sure. Yeah, like, exactly. To determine yeah. that. And just like it sounds like the DM who is rolling for everybody, uh, that's an extreme level. But I imagine the pacing of the game was pretty fast because people aren't having to be like, oh, what's my uh, spell save DC? I, I don't know. What's my agility modifier? I don't know. Yeah, for the most part, every once in a while, he would have to sort of pause and look through things and, and then pick things back up. Um, but the cool thing about that was, you know, if uh, like if you say you just have an NPC that's trying to convince you of something, you know, if the DM rolls and the, they do a good job of it, uh, you know, if they do, if you do opposing, you know, charisma checks, say, and the NPC wins, then the then the DM can just tell that story by what they say. Mm-hmm. So you know they they do great, and then they say something suave like you know, oh why don't you come to my bedchamber or whatever. Yeah. Or they sounds great. Fail yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I don't question that at all. Yeah. <laughs> or they fail and they're like, hey, want a bone or what? And you then know. spills their drink all over you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so rather than like, you know, saying the text and then resolving whether that's effective or not, you can you can storytell a little more effectively. Yeah, I like that because we often do that for player roles. Like a player might say, I want to seduce this man. You say, make a check and then it's hilarity ensues. But we don't always do that for like NPC, PC encounters from the NPC's perspective. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, that adds a whole level of it and certainly allows you to be to embrace the unknown for the NPCs you've created mm-hmm. and then experience the fun as a DM because yeah. so often it's just the players they get to have fun. Sure, sure. <laughs> so you're thinking your fishbones would be like the player character's stat block or maybe just the modifiers. Yeah, it could either be, yeah, probably just the modifiers or just the saves maybe even. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> to go back to the, your fishbones at the yeah. hospital, you had two fish that you used for patients. So maybe sure. we have the stat block on one of the fishbones. Yeah. And then we have things like I, as a DM, am interested in hit points because yeah. I want to know if this, like sometimes a dragon's breath weapon will just insta kill a player and i might want to know if that's going to happen before i tell them um either because i'm going to change the role or i'm going to say you know you you fall dead make a death saving throw to kind of like keep that momentum going like you die 
Hold up, Sarah. <laughs> you changed the role to to alter the outcome of your game? Yeah, my everybody God. does that. <laughs> I mean, like one of the first games I ever ran, my player character, Tim, was just instantly killed. And I knew he he wasn't going to be able to handle that because yeah. he was new to D&D. He was going to think his character was dead forever. He was not emotionally prepared yeah, for so that. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh, you dropped to one hit point. Aren't you sure, like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, in retrospect, I wish I would have killed him because uh-huh. now he's got way too much confidence. He would have learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, yeah. don't try to... Okay. But to go back to what you're saying, it is super useful information to have so that, I mean, just organizing that information. I mean, a lot of a lot of dungeon masters will do that. They'll have at least, you know, ACs lined up. Oh my God, yeah, AC. That's yeah. like the biggest bog, I yeah. think, in the game that you and I are playing right now. It's just like, I don't know my AC. Oh, and I don't know my spell save DC. And yeah. that's me talking about myself because right. I don't really know my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should so write that every Instead game, of yeah. the DM having to ask every time, oh, what was your AC again? Or what was your spell save DC again? They can just have that information. Yeah, I almost... That's always like, better. Sometimes I run an encounter and I say, it's 17 to hit to the table like so you please remember if you're hitting or not because it gets really repetitive to be like i rolled a seven okay that doesn't hit i don't know like do we need little cards that's like here's the ac the fishbone for the monster i guess we don't want that well going back to you know this mythical dm that i played with that did all the roles you know one of the interesting things about that is you know if you don't know what number you have to hit then um you know, it makes attacking a little bit more of an unknown, right? That's true. Especially yeah, yeah. in the in in the initial rounds. Like if you're in a battle and you feel like you're swinging really well, but the your opponent is dodging you or parrying you, um, then you'd sort of know, you know, as it comes out, like you have to you have to swing really well. You have to attack really well, or you know, yeah. i.e., roll a really you're high number. You're all screwed. You should yeah. probably run away. Twenty three <laughs> right. doesn't hit. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, as a as a character, right? You would know, yeah, this is the best that I can do, and it's not good enough, and I should leave. But you wouldn't necessarily know that right off the top, right? Yeah. Okay, fish bones. Mm-hmm. I'm preparing for a session. I'm a DM. I'm gonna fish bone my player characters. I'm gonna have their modifiers on one fish bone, and I'm gonna have information that's important to me mm-hmm. on the other. So I'm thinking spell save DC, mm-hmm. armor class, mm-hmm. hit points. And I don't know, their passive wisdom. Passive perception. Passive perception, yeah. yeah. There we go. And I've got that on a sheet and I'm just kind of referencing it during combat or during role playing. Um, and then I guess I'm going to do the same thing for my major NPCs because mm-hmm. it's just helpful if I know they're going to meet the yeah. vampire this session. What's his charisma, right? Just kind of like having it out there as a one sheet. I'm ready to go. Right. And just keeping that information all organized so you're not having to flip around in different pages or books or whatever. Yeah. And then are you thinking that like as a DM, I'd sit down and say, okay, can everyone just remind me of your stats? Or hey, can you hand me your player sheets? And I'm just going to take some notes. Yeah, sure. And the players get a little nervous. (laughs) Kind of adds to it. Yeah, yeah. Why is she looking at that? Yeah. Yeah. Initially, you could just copy it off their player sheets. Um, You know, it comes a little tricky as you're leveling up because those things change. So you just have to make sure that you're tracking it all. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of the fishbone is that you, even you, as you're at work, you're redrawing it throughout the day, I'm guessing, or erasing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If we're checking labs Mm -hmm. on a person multiple times throughout the day, you're, you're adding, you know, new notations for sure. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's just once a day and that's it. But, you know, there are definitely situations where you're checking labs every couple hours or four hours or something. 
And so you're definitely adding new information. That's great. I'm definitely going to try fish boning it. Yeah. So we'll develop a, a little layout for fish bones. Um, we'll, uh, we'll post that on the website for anyone that's interested in looking at it, using it, um, seeing how it works in their games, how it helps them organize information. And, um, you know, we're always interested in feedback as well. Yeah, if you end up using it and you like it, you don't like it, just comment on the episode page or you could comment on our social media or just linked on our website. Yeah. You know, nice though. Don't 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 be be a dick about it. I mean, constructive comments, (laughs) people. Yeah. We love you and you love us and I mean I don't I don't know you, so (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Keith, for that. That's great. And you know what? Hey, salute to you you know, first responder during these hard years. Like you are actually a legit COVID nurse. Like you were in the thick of it. You should Ye- brag about how great you are. I'm going <laughs> to brag about Keith. Keith was in it, everybody. When we were all staying home, he was going to work at the hospital with COVID people. With COVID as people. As they're called. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. That's, th- that's all we have today. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Sarah. This was really fun. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Look yep. forward to our next episode. Yep. Okay, bye. Bye. Dungeons and Documentation is a production of Keith and Sarah's Free Time. Our theme song was created by Ian Post. Our executive producer is Oslo Cobblepot. Underwriting provided by Shepherd Creative Enterprises, LLC. Our show is recorded and produced in the crypt of the Smiling Lich. Dungeons and Documentation is brought to you by the Eugene Public Library. The Eugene Public Library. We have books and stuff if you want to check it out. Brought to you also by DM Tools. Find it online at dm-tools.dev. DM Tools. What was that guy's name again? Dungeons and Documentation is also brought to you by Sarah Shepard Creative Web Design. Sarah-Shepard.com. Shepard Creative Web Design. There's no H except in the last name. There's two H's in that. Today's episode was sponsored by the McNasser Health Foundation, encouraging all men in their late 40s to go to an actual doctor. And we're talking to you specifically, Jack.